Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and we are joined for Stu's Days, as we are somewhat usually with uh, by Stu Kedwell. Stu, welcome. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. So, Stu, you are the, uh, the, the co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management, which we remind everyone every Tuesday or thereabouts. And just watching some of the activity that we're seeing in, in North American markets, uh, odd activity that some people are pointing the fingers towards young investors on social media and then going out and manipulating shares, and but just all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, as, a, as an investment manager, how do you look at this activity? Do you look at it? And, 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 and how does it impact your thinking about what's going on in markets? Uh, sure. Well, it's hard not to look at because, uh, you know, some of it is, uh, is, uh, you know, pretty spectacular, uh, uh from, uh, a, a commentating standpoint. Um, you know, as, as someone always reminds me, you know, people bet on horses. So, uh, you know, don't be surprised, uh, you know, what different uh, activity takes place in markets. And, um, you know, we like to understand it because right now, uh, where there's a fair amount of liquidity, on the side are you know provided by central banks that we've talked about in the past and the real economy is not really using that liquidity because uh, things are still on on clampdown or lockdown so that liquidity uh, tends to flow into all sorts of different places in the markets and and um and you know it's one of the primary ingredients of of speculation so when you start to see you know share prices moving around by double digit percentage points in a day without any meaningful corporate news, uh, it is uh, it is illustrative of of a, of a pocket of speculation. So you know when we look at the broader market, we want to be a little bit uh, aware of it because it means that people are very enthusiastic and optimistic about their ability to make a near term money in the stock market. But from a longer term uh, financial planning standpoint, uh, you know it's not really an activity that. Um, you know, that we're uh, going after in our funds. Um, you know, when I think about this in my own account, uh, as many of you know, like the dividend fund is my RSP and, you know, I hope to compound that somewhere between, you know, call it seven and 9% over a very long period of time. And when I think about my financial plan, I'm reminded that a tremendous amount of the value in that plan is gonna be created in my last doubling period and, um, you know, the one mistake that, uh, you know, I look back on different uh, periods of my career that I've made is, uh, you know, sometimes you get caught up in the enthusiasm and and uh, if you just had put more into the long-term financial plan, I'd have more to participate in what will likely be, you know, four or five doubling periods uh, before I retire. Um, you know, I think back, uh, you know, I just was looking at this prior to the podcast, you know, in 2000, uh, there was a lot of similarities to today's environment. There was chat lines. Uh, today, there's Wall Street bets. Um, you know, I I keep uh, some tickets and some trades I did. One of them that I remember is Vertical Net. Uh, you know, I think I lost hundred dollars a share faster than just about anything in my whole life. And I just looked up. Uh, you know, Vertical Net was taken over in two thousand and four for two dollars and seventy five cents a share, which. Uh, you know, made my $100 penalty actually with the benefit of, of hindsight to be a pretty good trade. But nevertheless, um, you know, I did get caught up in it uh, uh, during that moment in time. 
And, uh, you know, when I think about, uh, you know, the benefits or the rewards that uh, appear ample during these periods of time, uh, you know, I'm reminded to, uh, you know, either set aside a smaller percentage of my portfolio to embark on that activity, uh, reminded that, um, you know, when you're speculating, it's an entirely different toolkit than investing is. Uh, you're not likely to get the long-term compounding, even though you might get some short-term spectacular uh, gains and unfortunately losses that comes from this, uh, you know, pretty wild market activity. So those are some of the things that uh, have been going through my mind as I, uh, you know, watch GameStop and some of these other stocks that, uh, that uh, you know, have taken off uh, as of late. Yeah, and 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 I I I've just uh, you know I, having some conversations with uh, with with people in the industry uh, in terms of um, uh, direct investing channels where uh, self-directed investors are in and and a lot of activity around trading stocks and just the the incredible volumes and 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 not just the volumes but the range of people who are getting involved in these activities and and sometimes it's hard uh, you know the your your uh, your your fourteen percent return on a global balance fund uh, last year uh, seems really boring when you're looking up and watching as you, you reference a couple of stocks that went up, you know, one hundred and fifty percent in a day. Uh, but they're two very different things: investing and speculating, which I which I think we've highlighted on this podcast before. And and I think you you, you lay out some 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 pretty good advice around being careful or or even how you think about that. Uh, and and it's it, it's different for everyone, uh, but but it, but it is something you need to think about before you take your life savings and you start uh, you start playing around in that world. I think that's uh, you know that's one hundred percent true. The um, you know when you think about a financial plan and compounding your assets over a long period of time, as I said before, it's that last doubling which is where all the money's made. Uh, you know you think about the number of billions that Warren Buffett has tacked on since he hit the age of of 75 and it's just having a great pool of assets compounding on your behalf. And unfortunately with, um, you know, a speculation, you know, while the rewards can be extremely handsome, they can also be punishing if, if you're mixing up the two buckets, um, because if one bucket gets emptied due to speculation, so you don't get the last doubling of your financial planning savings, you know, that's pretty penalizing to your long-term, uh, uh, financial outlook. Yeah. So, uh, so who are you taking in the Super Bowl? <laughs> That's right. The uh, uh, what are they calling it? The Godzilla against King Kong. Uh, two great quarterbacks. Uh, uh, I will take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That'll be my call for this the Super Bowl. And that would be gambling, which uh, which is akin to speculating. We're talking about investing here on this podcast, Stu. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for your time. Great. Thanks, Dave.